All right, we are live. I was on mute. Sorry. So, welcome to Guided PPC podcast. This is where you learn Google Ads with me every Saturday at 9 p.m. India time, 12:30 uh, p.m. Eastern time. And on this live stream, my effort is to help you learn Google Ads, clarify your doubts, answer your questions, provide you tips uh, around Google Ads, and help you basically level up. And today, uh, I'm waiting for my co-host, Hasiman, who is also a student on my Guided PPC course, Google Ads course uh, by Guided PPC, and he will be joining soon. So uh, let's, you know, uh, get started while he joins. Uh, I will give you a recap of what I have been teaching uh, this second batch of Guided PPC course uh, for Google Ads. We had, I think, fourth class today. Yeah, four classes today, uh, until today. And in these four classes, what we have discussed is we started with, you know, introductions and uh, basically asking everyone to change their perceptions, change their thinking of, you know, approaching Google Ads, where most of them were, uh, you know, concerned about how things are done, what needs to be done. But I requested that if you all can start questioning why things are done the way things are, uh, you know, why behind everything, that will basically, let me add Hasiban here. Hey, Hasiban. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Guided PPC Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, are you excited? Yeah, so excited. <laughs> Great. So I was uh, talking about the uh, recap of what we have been uh, you know learning together so far on guided with this google ads course mm -hmm. the first day the theme of the session was to help everyone start questioning things start asking why behind everything do not take things for granted do not listen to experts do not uh, you know follow the best practices but understand why things happen the way they happen and uh, you know experiment of course, you will experiment once you start questioning and understanding why behind everything. Yeah. The second day of the session was around, you know, what was the second day session? I forgot. Uh, so first day, we clearly actually introduced ourselves. And second day, we did that. What did you say before? That oh, was second the second day, day class. Okay. And on the third day, what did we do? Uh, third day, uh, we see that which kind of uh, Activity you need to see first before we run a campaign. That means seeing the uh, their business, how they operate. Oops, sorry, you okay, dropped out. No problem. <laughs> I think okay. I pressed my uh, touchpad here and accidentally and put you off. Okay, sorry no about problem. that. Yeah, so I think the third day was uh, you were saying that we we looked at the customer. Know, yeah. Understand their, the customer. Their prospect that how, what they want actually uh, from our website or then understanding them after that we need to create campaign or anything. Right. So before before uh, you go on to uh, you know, doing keyword research, writing ads, setting up campaigns, the theme of the second class or the third rather was to make you do the brainstorming around understanding the clients. Yeah. Business their target customers, their target market competitors, and what what makes them different 
uh, than their competitors, uh, what are their key service product offerings. And once you understand that very clearly, then only mm -hmm. you should work on to creating ads or running ads for that matter. What was, uh, I think the next session was today's, right? Or was there? Yeah. And what did we learn today? Uh, actually, keyword, how to plan this keyword and uh, how to define that which keyword you need to use and how to set up them or how to filter them that like uh, top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, uh, we need to define them and then find their uh, like resource keyword for, uh, through Google Keyword Manager and then we need to filter it out, find the best Yes, awesome. Yeah, so today's today's session was basically around. So we we started doing B two B lead generation campaign for Tier Eleven, the agency yeah. that I work for, and the plan was to make everyone be part of building this campaign for Tier Eleven. Yeah. So we want to do lead generation campaign for Tier Eleven on Google Ads, mm -hmm. and all the participants on the on this batch are helping brainstorm, fine-tune strategy for tier 11's lead generation campaign. Yesterday, we discussed about what tier 11 is, how to position tier 11 uh, as an agency. Uh, when, mm -hmm. when we go out and say that, hey, tier 11 is awesome because tier 11 does this. Yes. They are different so, from yeah, other. Exactly. Uh, tier 11's target customers, prospects, tier 11's key service offerings, and today, we were discussing how to do keyword research. So participants on the course were also asked to do keyword research, their individual keyword research for tier 11 lead generation campaign. And there were some examples that were reviewed today mm -hmm. and uh, two outstanding keyword research uh, examples, uh, assignments, basically. Yeah. One was by Rithik that I shared on LinkedIn post today. Yeah, yeah. Rithik went that route of identifying the keywords which were solely focused around and he did a great job actually yeah, he was yeah. solely focused around you know understanding uh, actually he focused on key service offerings so key google ads agency facebook ads agency youtube ads agency and uh, it was a very very focused keyword uh, research that he list that he has come up with then yeah. there was interesting you know uh, case uh, assignment not case assignment by Natasha and Natasha, Natasha right. keyword list of keywords. Although uh, the keywords were not segmented by campaign types or can different campaigns, but the keywords were very very interesting in terms of. She she took the overall uh, understanding data. Of, yeah. Yes. And where else I can you know we can go if if we were not getting traction out of the highly super competitive keywords like Google Ads Agency, Facebook Ads Agency. So mm -hmm. great job. Uh, I think this yeah. this course is getting momentum, and we'll be yeah, taking questions today. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you feel, Hasiban? Should I call you Hasiban or Mahin? What yeah, was the... everything. Mahin would be better because this Mahin is my thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I go by the first name, so I. It, okay, okay, you may call Hasiban. No problem. <laughs> so Mahin, uh, have you having been through the four sessions? Yeah. Uh, do you see? A difference being made do you see that you are leveling up yeah because uh second and third session was actually uh seeing every behind the campaign that what you need to see before you create a campaign about their uh key message that what type of message they are uh, putting on the landing page 
where we are sending our prospect customer uh, through Google Ads and they are what kind of service they're providing. Everything we need to see first. And we, I learned a lot from that thing. And after that, we need to plan a campaign and how to do that. We are just improving ourselves. And today's lesson was like keyword research. And one mistake I did today is I never read your mail perfectly. There was specifies that uh, we, we need to put all data like related to keyword. But uh, that's the big mistake I did. And I realized that that was a big mistake that I never read the right instruction that what you were asking for. That, that's why I just put only keyword, uh, never any, uh, I never add any data. So I learned a big Don't thing that, yeah, I learned a big thing that do whatever do, but spend time what your uh, opponent are asking from you, read the mail, uh, take time, understand what they're asking for, and then, create uh, to action. So I learned this thing very well. Yeah, I think besides Google Ads strategy and keyword research and whatever concept we are discussing, I think there were two key, key uh, lessons today. One was that you have to pay attention to details. Mm -hmm. You should not overlook things in, in whatever form of communication you are dealing with. Yeah, so right. the assignment was sent to everyone, all 20 odd participants that, hey, you all have to do a keyword research keep all the data points, uh, put it on yeah. a Google sheet and share with me. And I okay. think bearing one or two, everybody, uh, you know, what they say? Uh, like overlooked me. that part <laughs> where they did not include the data points. Yeah, I missed that. And so good lesson, yeah. you know, this, yeah. this, is, this is the thing. I, I just don't want to uh, teach Google ads to you guys. I want you all to, uh, you know, be prepared uh, to be eligible for a, uh, you know, global specialist, specialist who can work in any form of uh, organization, any kind of uh, team and any standards they are seeking at, seeking for. Yeah, right. And especially when you are working remotely, these, these are the things that actually really matter. Master these are the things that separate uh, average or underperforming Google Ads specialists from the ones who are actually going to make a big difference. So attention to details, that was one. There was another important lesson if you can recollect that, or I will remind you. Yeah. I need any. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. So yeah, um, I did it perfectly, but I think you never see that. I did it <laughs> by, because I always uh, am following your videos for a long time. So I learned it and I did it. So you learned the lesson before. Yeah, previous. Yeah. Before, you did not make that mistake. Never, but never, good I for everyone yeah. that when yeah. you are creating files, yeah, right. you have to understand who is going to, you know, see this and who is going to uh, use this, and you have to make their life simpler. Right. And right. Trust me, these these are small things, but in the big scheme of things, they matter a lot. A lot, right? They matter re really, really a lot, and mm -hmm. especially when you are like, it might be okay to work in an Indian setup or Bangladesh. You come from Bangladesh, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. it might be might be okay to overlook these small things and it won't make a big difference because you are sitting in an office and you know, people understand that we all come from the same mindset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you are working in a multicultural global team where everyone is, the only uh, you know form of communication is through email, yeah, um, right. primarily email message Slack. And uh, you know once you are on call video and audio, whatever, Mm -hmm. But that 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 written communication is so critical. 
And if you overlook things, if you don't get it right, it will slow everybody down and it will keep everybody uh, wondering uh, whether or not you have got this right. The yeah, one important right. lesson I have, which is on three seats, I think if you watched videos, then you would have noticed that too. But I think on the next session or somewhere in, in, in these uh, next 15, 16 odd uh, sessions that we have together, mm -hmm. I'm going to bring that up. And okay. not just by telling you what three C's means, I will, I'll put you in a spot where you will probably commit a mistake and then I will tell you uh, what, what is the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Uh, we have some questions here. I'm going to put those questions on the screen. Can you help me uh, read those questions uh, for the for the audience so that uh, we of can course, start? Of course. Okay. Uh, Sajid Khan Sharma, what is the best uh, strategy for shopping ad in the newly Google ads account? That's a great question. Yeah. I have made a video about it. So if you're looking at performance max, the the best strategy would be to go with feed-only performance feed max. Only. Right. Right. <laughs> but for, uh, not every account accepts this. <laughs> you have to I, try I several times because I, I, I face mean, this problem. Mahin, I have found a solution and I'm, I have made a video okay, about okay, it. I'm sure. Tomorrow. Okay, okay, that's great. I found a, found a solution how to make feed-only campaign work. But I'm going to okay. spill the beans here. Uh, sure. When you are creating a feed-only campaign, just go and turn the URL expansion off and it will okay. let you create the feed-only campaign, feed-only performance max campaign. So okay, create okay. the feed-only performance max campaign. That's the first step. Second, you have to create a, of course, branded keyword uh, search campaign. Okay. And then you should look at doing a dynamic search ads campaign if the landing pages or the product pages in this case are throwing up right set of keywords which are relevant to your product so test those yeah. uh, product pages in keyword planner and see if the keywords are relevant then you can uh, look at doing a dynamic search ads campaign as well the fourth campaign could potentially be a dynamic remarketing campaign but for that you have to make sure that your google ads tag is set up properly to fire ecom prod ids and once the ecom product is firing, you can ecom product is an ecom total value. Once those two parameters are firing properly, you can look at setting up a dynamic remarketing campaign in the beginning, so that you can, you know, uh, make sure people who are coming through Google Ads campaigns they are also uh, being remarketed properly. But this is the this is the strategy uh, for a new, uh, you know, shopping ads, new Google Ads account. If you are starting shopping ads. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next question. By the way, I have the video and you can go on my channel and search for uh, Google Ads strategy for Shopify. You will uh, find that video. All right, Mahin, let's take the next question. Of course. Oh, uh, you're not able to put that question on the screen? Uh, no, there's no option, maybe. Do you see the chat? Yeah, I see the chat. So there is a, if you roll over, there is a throw or hide button on that. You don't, don't see that? Uh, uh, when I hover, there's nothing shows. Oh, okay. I'll put the question on the screen. You just okay, read it, sure. please. Okay, the next one. Sachin, I hope that answers your question. Go ahead, yeah. Mahin. Uh, Krishna, Krishna Rana, right? But, sir, those uh, how to keyword below my mind. What is this? Believe my mind. Yeah, uh, Krishna. I think he's talking about the keyword uh, that I showed about tier 11 campaign. So those how-to keywords were, um, yeah, those were the good picks. 
we'll discuss more about that just keep those uh, you know confidential things you know classified things classified don't spill all the beans you you are privileged to be on the course krishna and mahin and uh, therefore we'll not share everything we'll just share a recap of what we have done <laughs> yeah. yeah all right all right we have the next one okay kashmali and one click uh, one client asked what will be your strategy for google ads client have paid uh, uh, client have paid online courses and want to advertise on google so um, i think kasim is trying to ask that what will be your strategy for google ads uh, when the client is selling online courses which are paid online courses and they want to advertise on google ads yeah so the strategy for paid online courses i think we discussed digital marketer case at length in the first batch videos so uh, you can go to guided ppc channel and uh, we have discussed digital marketer digital marketer does the similar thing like they have paid online courses and they have certification also that they sell and we discussed that strategy at length so i can give you a short answer here but if you want the detailed answer you can go to my channel and look for a digital marketer case study i think from day 11 or day 10 onwards day 11 onwards we discussed digital marketer case study for three different three continuous sessions so on those three continuous sessions you will get the complete strategy but uh, here is what i do if these are paid online courses you have options option to do both performance max as well as standard search display and you can also do youtube ads uh, if you have you know videos so for sure you will do a search ads campaign for brand keywords if the brand is well known even if it is not known you keep the brand keyword as a sort of a, you know catch all for anybody searching for your brand term and then you would set up a, you know inbound keyword campaign where you would you know you would have most likely uh, you know the course specific ad groups created where every course will be advertised for each of those uh, you know their set of target keywords and uh, so that's your inbound campaign the third it would be also keywords which are sort of middle to bottom of the funnel because in the beginning you want to focus on people who are exactly looking for the course that you are offering and then of course you will set up uh, you know remarketing lists and remarket them through display remarketing you can also do separately youtube remarketing and the biggest differentiator would be for online courses if they have video and I'm, i'm sure they have videos because they are doing online courses right if they have videos look at doing youtube outbound campaign because that could be also uh, very very useful in driving traction what better way to sell the online course than to show them the videos and then convince them and then have them buy the course right so look at doing uh, youtube outbound youtube outbound might not convert in the beginning but be patient you are also doing youtube remarketing at the same time so that would uh, you know make sure that top of the funnel traffic is coming from youtube youtube outbound campaign where the people are watching videos about courses and then through youtube remarketing you are uh, you know moving into the next stage where they prepared they are prepared to buy the courses this is sort of a top line strategy and like i said you can go to my channel and look at you know first batch videos 
where on the day 11, 12, 13, we have discussed digital marketer case study at length. Great. Yeah. Mahi, we move to the next one. Sure. Sachin Sharma, what is the best strategy for shopping ads in the new Google Ads campaign? So I think I we took this one. Take this. Yeah. 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 We have taken this one. Sachin, I hope this is helpful to you and Kasim uh, to you as well. Uh, Mohammed Shoaib, right? Hey, sir. Um, yeah. I'm working for a client who offers home applicants repair oh, uh, okay appliance repair services in UAE but I'm unable to generate result Santosh sir can you take some of your previous time uh, previous time mm -hmm. and do audit of the account yeah I, I know Shoaib I have promised you that uh, you know I will take some time and do the audit so uh, it's kind of you know hard to give you a strategy without looking into the account but yeah um, i promise i will i will find some time and do the audit for you well thanks for reminding me here okay sachin again i'm asking for standard shopping ads sachin standard shopping ads are very straightforward so um, let me look back to his first question sure What is the strategy? So, yeah, shopping ads strategy. So performance max feed only campaign is pretty much, and if you keep the URL expansion off, it's pretty much like standard shopping with smart shopping capabilities and uh, you know uh, smart bidding in place. So if you're if you're not familiar with feed only performance max campaign, give it a try. Watch the video, you will understand what I'm what we're talking about. But shopping ads, uh, standard shopping is kind of the safer bait. And I really don't think you need like super uh, deep strategy on, uh, on standard shopping. All you have to do is make sure that the product feed is optimized. When I say optimized, and this is actually relevant for both feed only and standard shopping campaigns, more relevant for standard shopping campaigns because uh, standard shopping campaigns rely heavily on the feed. If the feed is not right, the shopping ads, standard shopping ads campaign cannot scale uh, or, or do well because there is no other way of targeting there. So for a standard shopping app campaigns, the success relies heavily on how well your feed is optimized. And when I say optimization of feed, I mean that the product titles should be pretty well optimized. You should have your relevant keyword targets early in the product title. You should also have product description pretty well optimized. Look at all other uh, you know variables that you can provide in shopping feed. Like, you know, uh, I don't know what this, business is about but if it is uh, you know apparel uh, size color gender those will be crucial fields also uh, if it is not custom products gtin is a must so provide gtins uh, that will help you uh, you know scale the shopping ads campaign and once the feed is optimized then really the next thing is to do is on a standard shopping campaign you can do different ad groups you know can split them into different uh, groups the products but you can start with a catch-all campaign and see how how it goes from there and in case you feel that the standard shopping campaign is not scaling or not getting traction uh, you can play with big strategies play with the structure and that's that's pretty much you can do uh, what you can do with standard shopping in my opinion but why would you not try feed only performance max 
ask the question. Yeah. Okay, let's move to yeah. the next one. Uh, hi everyone. Okay, where were we? Okay, I think after Schwab's. Okay, this is the okay. Next one is here. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, we'll do the audit for him. I will do the audit for him. Like Shweb has been asking for a while, so I need to do it for him. Hey, CCL, great, great to see you here. I think you have seen. Uh, I've seen you for the first time here. I actually I have seen your comments also on one of some of the videos. So great, welcome, welcome to the uh, live stream. And here is Narish. Could you please help me understand the difference between dynamic ad uh, work, dynamic ads, Pmax ads, Pmax URL of ads? So I think he's doing part <laughs> of lots of things. I don't understand what is this. So dynamic ad works. Dynamic ads. Are you talking referring to dynamic search ads, Naresh? And also Pmax URL of ads. Uh, URL of Pmax URL of ads. Okay, so I, I, I will as, assume that you are talking about dynamic search ads and performance max ads and performance max uh, campaign with URL expansion off. Here is the thing dynamic search ads is your search ads being served dynamically means it can generate the headlines automatically. It can find its own keywords. The only difference is that you provide just the description lines and it can do pretty much everything on its own. That's your dynamic search ads. You don't need to define keywords and you don't need to write headlines. That's your dynamic search ads. It can work really well uh, when you have, let's say you want to advertise for an e-commerce website. There are hundreds of products and you want to advertise search ads for every product. In that case, dynamic search ads is a good option because it eliminates the need for setting up keywords, writing ads, okay. like writing headlines. Okay. It can also work for, for example, there is an online course. There are 200 different courses out there. Let's say you were doing it for some leading course uh, marketplace. In that case, you could do dynamic search ads and it can work really well provided on the dynamic search ads, your landing pages, which are the individual product or service pages, they are pretty well set up or optimized for SEO. And they have pretty good content that can trigger the right kind of keywords that you want to target otherwise. So a good test would be go to Keyword Planner, put that page's URL, and see what kind of keywords you get in the results. If those keywords are looking at all relevant, uh, you, you are good to run dynamic search ads. Now, the next is the performance max campaign in gen, like usual performance max campaign and performance max campaign with URL expansion off. I'll tell you the URL expansion off case, uh, which is feed only performance max campaign with URL expansion off. What will happen is that it would not do a DSA, dynamic search ads. If the URL expansion was on, it could do the DSA part around your like it would serve your shopping ads uh, through the feed and it can also do search and display ads through your url expansion just like uh, your uh, you know uh, standard dsa ads could do the standard performance max campaigns are meant to be you know you have two options to go with I, either you can go with 
you know, feed-only performance max campaign where you don't provide any asset or audience signal so that it serves primarily on search and shopping. Or you can go with the full build of like provide assets, provide images, provide videos, and provide audience signals. And it can serve across all those six different channels where it's search, shopping, display, discovery, you know, what else is there, Gmail, YouTube, all of that can be served. That's the primary difference, but I think this is something uh, you can also learn more about, like, you know, search for individual of these campaign types in YouTube and find more about it. I've just given you the top level understanding, but you can understand more about it there. The use cases for e-commerce, uh, you know, dynamic search ads, you should definitely do. If your pages are optimized for SEO and content, feed only Pmax, you should definitely do. Keep the URL expense enough. That's the only way to build it right now. And you can also, you should also do performance max full build if the budget permits, or when you have run the feed only campaign for a while and you've not seen the results, the kind of results that you were looking for, or you have got learning insights on that campaign and you want to go to the next step, next level, then in that case, you can do a full scale performance max uh, campaign build using your assets and audience signals. That's that's how I would I would look at it. I hope it gives you some perspective. Yeah, right. That was that was a lengthy marathon answer, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, and Natasha, uh, any success on auto conversion setup on Google Ads, not the manual one. Okay. Natasha, I'm not sure what you're talking about here, so maybe you can uh, add some auto context. Auto conversion, I have not tested, so I wouldn't know. I, I'm sorry, I don't know about it. Sachin says thank you. Thank you, Krishna. I think he's talking about keeping things under the wraps. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, Sachin Sharma again. Target your brand with performance performance max campaign. Uh, for newly Google Ads account, the right strategy? Of course. Of course it is. Uh, this is 2022. Please understand that. So Performance Max campaign is absolutely a good strategy. It has its fair share of problems, but I, I gave this analogy uh, the other day. Uh, I was discussing with Nick. We had a similar case of a, of a client, and this is a very interesting case. So we have a client where new marketing director joins in. Mm -hmm. This guy comes from Group M Pakistan, somewhere okay. in Pakistan. So he comes from Group M Pakistan and he starts throwing dirt on everything. He starts asking questions. And obviously, you know, when you know Google Ads and you join the team and you have an agency working for you, uh, you would start, this is your lowest hanging fruit. Like you start go all, gun, all guns blazing. Uh, not the right strategy, but he did that. So he asked like lots of questions, and most of those questions were in haste. Like he did not look under the hood to see what was going on, and he asked those questions. And his uh, initial, you know, strike was that we should not be doing performance max. We should be doing standard shopping. We should not be doing any conversion focused campaign, we should be doing manual bids on all campaigns. Uh, that was like uh, his confident, uh, uh, you know, old style. school approach. Yes. Old school approach. 
Yeah, and he said that. He literally said that. And because uh, I know, I don't want to go in the other part of it. But he said that, okay. and we have to defend it. And we have to just we have to justify uh, why performance max was still a good case, and why going back to standard swapping or manual route was not going to help. So the simplest thing for me to do was to look into the past performance history, last 12 months history, mm -hmm. and see whether performance max and standard swapping and manual uh, search campaigns had done well or not. So we looked at and we saw that performance max was doing uh, the lowest of 1.5. And the standard swapping when tried, it had done the lowest of 0.4. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, obviously, standard swapping did not reach the kind of scale that performance max can because performance max is kind of the preferred campaign type for Google and it's Google is going all guns behind it. So yeah. Google as a platform is pushing for performance max. Why do you want to sail against this narrative? If you want yeah. to sail against it, it's gonna make your make your uh, Google is going to make it expensive for you, right? Yeah, you money, money. The ideal strategy should be that you find ways around, creative ways, ways around to test and test on a limited scale and see what's working, what's not working, and iron out what's not working. So. If you ask me as a media buyer, I am all for performance max still today. Yeah. Because I know that when things are fixed, when things are streamlined, mm -hmm. performance max is the future. And therefore, I would put my time and effort and you know my client's money behind whatever learning I can gather from here until things <clears throat> are fixed. And one, when the time is there that the campaign is streamlined and it's working, it's there to scale, I would be a step ahead of those who are against Performance Max today. Because I would have gathered all the know-how, the learning on the campaign and for myself that what works, what doesn't work. Right? So yeah. it's absolutely a great strategy and I would encourage everyone uh, who, are, who is on the course and who is practicing Google Ads to give Performance Max a fair shot. I'm not saying that this is the perfect campaign type right now and everything will be working uh, perfectly the way uh, Google is promising, but it's still worth, worth a shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm running one and it's really doing great. Uh, maybe last three days I'm watching it and it's giving me great result. And not conversion, it's just uh, giving me click what I require uh, dependent on my campaign. So it's good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, and if you asked me like this, the same question nine months ago, when nine months or 10 months ago, like a year ago, uh, when performance max, max was very new, I would have probably told you half-hearted answer, but having tested it for eight, nine months, I can tell you that we have so many options today. So we yeah. have only performance max. We have performance max uh, with URL expansion off. Hmm. We have performance max, which is asset only. And right. we have performance max where with feed and asset uh, asset, feed assets and audience signals together and there is there is so much you can do with audience signals and assets yeah yeah so all the tools are there just ruling out one thing is because you have not put your effort into it or you are too afraid yeah. or you don't have the mandate which is also very yeah. very important that selling performance max 
inside of your organization. It was very difficult for me to sell performance marketing inside of year 11. Yeah. Everyone was against it. And when, when a client like that and marketing director like uh, that from the client and starts firing shots at you, everyone starts to question you. <laughs> and you have, to, you have to defend it very hard way. But I, 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 I stuck to my guns and I defended and we are like, we did a QBR quarterly business review with the client and in the end, the client clearly said that we are, I want to bet on performance max, not on uh, manual. Standard. Yeah. Because my analogy was very simple. This is 2022. Uh, there is Tesla who is doing smart car. Yeah. <laughs> right. Self-driven car. And then comes Datsun who says, I'm going to build manual cars or ambassador. If you are familiar with ambassador cars in India, where would you put your money? Where would you buy stocks? Would you buy stocks of Tesla or would you buy the stocks of, stocks of Datsun, Datsun or Ambassador? The answer is Tesla, right? Tesla, of course. That's, the That's the future. So I would bet heavily against uh, for Performance Max. Uh, if you are against it, yeah. you may have your reasons. But if you can get an opportunity, give it a shot. Of course. Okay, let's uh, go to the next one. CCL, uh, one of the many questions I have, I run one account that is pretty unique. And I was considering using audience not as recommended, but restrict to those. Okay, there's a second part of his question. Okay, so that's why I can increase the impression share and uh, be sure I'm, not, I'm only targeting the highest converting audience, but never seen anyone saying to use that. PPL always use the recommended on one. All right, so um, let me read it again. One of the many questions I have, I run one account that is pretty unique and I was considering using audiences, not as recommended, but restrict to those so that I can get the impression share and be sure I'm only targeting the highest converting audience, but never seen anyone saying to use that. People always use the recommended one. So that's the thing, and you're doing a great job. So all the best practices, I will tell you very clearly, all the best practices and expert advice is not applicable in all the cases. They have tested something. Like for example, if I'm saying I have tested feed only performance max campaign, or I have been tested performance max with assets or performance max uh, with certain audience signals. Let's say I've used keywords, I have used in, uh, you know customer list or whatever. I have tested in very specific cases. I may have tested across 10 or 20 or 50 different accounts, but those are still very uh, specific cases. It may not still be applicable in your specific case. And therefore what I am saying or what I'm going to recommend you should only take that as a guideline, as an as an inspiration, and not as the written rule somewhere, <laughs> right? You should always test what uh, makes sense to you. My effort and the effort of this uh, live stream is to help you be aware of all the different ways you can try and test things. And then, once you learn all those tools, once you have all the, you know different scenarios that are at your disposal, then you can go and try things in your own way, in your case, and see what works for that particular account, for that particular business, 
and in that particular scenario that 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 those particular goals that you are trying to achieve mm -hmm. so right. good job good job you are testing that and uh, keep it up all right let's move to the next one i hope this is helpful to you sachin sharma uh target your brand keyword with the performance max campaign for newly google ads account the right strategy target the brand keyword the performance max campaign for newly ads google ads account so i would say you know you could definitely try that as a audience signal in one of the asset groups but i would rather keep the brand keywords in the brand campaign and let performance max do its own like you know learn it on its own and it's obviously going to learn from my brand campaign as well so keep the brand keywords in your brand search search campaign only and not necessarily have to try that those brand keywords in the performance max campaign i would for a, for a new account i would probably not use brand keywords in the performance max campaign i would let it scale with feed only and i would let it uh, learn from the feed only get some audience insights and then start building out additional asset groups in a different campaign based on what in market or affinity audience suggestions my first campaign had so 8 9 months ago i did build performance max campaign with brand keywords today i would not if it is a new account okay kashimali thank you so much thank you kashim <laughs> That it was, it was helpful. Yeah. Uh, Mushfiqur Rahman. Hello, sir. This is Mushfiqur Rahman. I want to know one important thing from you about Google Display Campaign. Uh, is it important to set up keyword in Google Display Campaign? And what to look for it? I don't think keywords work really well with Display Campaigns. Right. Yeah. So I would say um, build custom intent audience. Uh, don't rely on keywords it's not going to work well and it for most of my accounts these days i do not use display campaigns for cold targeting cold targeting means going with keywords or placements or display expansion is cold targeting i would i do not do that i use display campaigns for remarketing only so use display for remarketing you have other channels uh, to look at for Uh, you know, cold targeting. So, yeah. most people. Um, are you sure he's not a cricketer from Bangladesh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think he's from Bangladesh. His face, not maybe Bangladesh or India. <laughs> We have similar face. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I hope this is helpful to you, uh, most people. Um, like I said, I would not use display for cold targeting. Okay. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Sachin. Chandan Raj. Okay, question one. What do if my impression share is lot A? Due to impression share lots my rank and how to fix this issue by this reason? B, due to impression share lot uh, lot lost my budget uh, how to fix this issue this reason okay um, so you have lost impression share on your campaign right 
but have you gained conversions at good cpa or good target good roas because if you're getting conversions and cp uh, conversions uh, sales or conversion value if that has been going up roas has been going up cpa has been going down i wouldn't worry too much about impression share because if it is a campaign which is going for uh, target cpa or target roas it is only going to serve ads when a conversion is likely to happen therefore that loss of impression share is or uh, you know is okay is a good thing in that case but if it is not a campaign with target cpa or target roas bid strategy in that case and if it is a brand campaign or if it is a campaign search campaign where you have keywords in exact match and these are the keywords you have tested for long enough time that every time your ad is served on these keywords you get a conversion you are likely to get a conversion if that is the scenario in that case i would probably try the target impression share bit strategy and go all guns blazing try and get 100% impression share at the topmost position but if it is not the brand campaign or if it is not the campaign where you have keywords in exact match and i will repeat these keywords you have not tested for long enough do not do target impression share bit strategy because you will spend more and get less so i hope this is helpful in fact you know what uh, chandan i will tell you that even for some of the brand some for some of the accounts even for the brand campaign we have seen good success with target roas bid strategy for e-commerce i'm talking about so it's kind of a set rule that okay for the brand campaign we'll go with ecpc or we'll go with uh, maximize clicks or we'll go with target impression share bid strategy but i have seen and an kudos to nick who who actually uh enlightened me like i saw i inherited some of his accounts and i saw that he was uh putting in crazy insane 500 5000% target impression share bid and those campaigns were actually converting so i thought uh, yeah why not we can give it a try and it it worked so yeah i mean i would worry more about conversions and conversion value and my target cpa or target roas than impression share unless like i said the keywords are super super evergreen kind of keywords or monopoly kind of keywords okay uh, hasiban uh, i know your electricity is gone if you want to hop up that's totally all right okay cool thanks hasiban thanks for joining it was wonderful having you here and i'll see you on the class on monday take care have a great weekend so uh, chandan has a question what i do if my click share is low and how i increase this so click share i think you're talking about ctr chandan if your ctr is low if your ctr is low then your ads are not relevant or your ads are not serving on high enough rank and therefore your ctr is low or your offer is not compelling enough so i would look at those those things first before getting into any technicalities so see if your keywords are relevant your ad is compelling enough your offer is compelling enough and your ads are serving on higher higher ranks like you know you should not be uh, you know undercutting on the bids 
so that your ads are serving on the last position and therefore you're not getting the right CTR. So I would test those first. Great, we have CCP, CCL, FP, Architect. Mr. Architect or Ms. Mrs. Architect, Architect. Uh, thanks for the welcome. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for all the work you put into the channel. Big supporter here from now on. Awesome. Thank you so much. You made my day. Great. Uh, we have Pradeep. Hey, Pradeep. Welcome to the channel. What is the best strategy for increasing the budget? As whenever I increase the budget, my conversion decreases and cost per conversion increases. Huh, interesting question. So think about this. I'm going to ask you, what is the bid strategy that you have on that campaign? What kind of business, what kind of campaign type you're using? Because for different campaign types, different bid strategies, the uh, you know budget pacing can be different. So if you can add those details for me, I would be able to give you a thoughtful answer. So hey, recently, I was reading a book on copywriting named Ads Week by Joe Sugarman. And in which he says that if you want to become good at selling something, you need to know a great deal about what you are selling. Absolutely. That's what we try to do on the second day. So basically, what he's trying to say is that you need to be sold on what you are selling first. If you are not sold yourself, then you can't convince others to buy it. So great. Thanks for adding it here. Great. Uh, Abdelilah. Hello, sir. How to beat competition on shopping ads? A great question. Um, you know, start with optimizing your feed and then try uh, feed only performance max campaign. Make sure your dynamic remarketing is working properly and your, you know, your, like I said, feed is optimized, your product pictures are good. And if that doesn't help, try running an offer. Uh, merchant promotion uh, specifically that merchant promotion can give you a kickstart sort of a, uh, you know temporary initial boost to get ahead of the competition that's the way i would say you could beat competition on shopping ads other than that you could be like for example if you have a campaign which is uh, you know aimed at high target ROAS, like the bid strategy is high target ROAS then try reducing the target ROAS, okay? Because then your, uh, you know, campaign can probably serve better and uh, you would be able to get maybe higher, like get through more auction and get better traction out of it. And you can get basically uh, more clicks, if not convergence. And, you know, let it, let it open up. Like don't be too restrictive with the targeting, uh, sorry, target ROAS bid because uh, you know you might be getting sales uh, sorry ROAS but not enough sales so open up the campaign as well uh, in terms of your target ROAS bid strategy Naresh thank you so much you are welcome Natasha yes uh, there is a new way to set up conversion action in Google Ads very similar to event setup tools oh yeah Natasha I ran into that once I did not like it <laughs> You know, it was a real puzzle for me to try and figure out. And I think it was somebody else who set up the account that way. And I wasn't able to figure out why the conversion actions were not showing the 
uh, you know, conversion ID. And then I called the Google Ads support and I figured out that conversion ID was not visible because these campaigns, these conversion access were set up automatically. Then I had to switch everything back uh, and do the manual way. I, am, I will still vouch for the manual way, but uh, you know, if you have tested this uh, with automatic way and if you have found some results, better results, then feel free to uh, please share in the sessions, somewhere in the sessions that we have Monday onwards and it will be helpful. But I think uh, what will what will make a big difference is enhanced convergence. So whether the conversions are set up through automatic way or manual way, I don't think that will make a big difference. The bigger difference will be when the conversions are set up with enhanced conversions, uh, conversion in place. That will improve your attribution and conversion reporting. So that's my initial thought. Uh, but if you test it, let me know how it goes. So, and who are you telling to in your session? You discussed that we need to know about our business, but I have never seen anyone talking about customers like segments in Google Ads and how we can utilize. Uh, I don't know, so what reference this is to, but uh, I, I hope, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe add some context. can utilize them properly. I, I think he's talking about the architect's question about uh, testing. I don't know. I'm just like wild guessing here. Detailed demographics in market and affinity, etc. Okay. Um, I have I have to connect the dots here so I, to be able to understand what you're saying. But we have something from Vikash. PMC is something we must consider at least for testing for two, three weeks with small budget. Now, PMC is a new jargon for me because I am sorry, I'm not aware of what is PMC. So if you can, uh, performance max campaign, is that is that what you're saying? Oh my God. <laughs> we have so many jargons flying around. Uh, so many abbreviations. Uh, yeah, we, we call it PMAX, but performance max campaign PMC makes uh, good sense as well. Yeah, so I, I'm all for that. We must consider. Naresh, it's about the target CPA bid approach. Imagine we are running campaigns for exact and phrase matches with $30 CPA. Will these campaigns conflict with one another given that we expect conversion at $1.30? Why not run an experiment, Naresh, in that case? Why create identical campaigns and let them compete with each other? I think the better approach will be creating experiments and see what wins. That's my simple answer to you. Run experiments, not, not create conflicting campaigns. Is the performance max shopping campaign with URL expansion of video available on your YouTube channel? Sachin, I'm going to post it tomorrow. I have recorded it, but because it's from a client account, I need to hide some details and I have really not time today with this big has been busy. You know, you we have been doing these classes every day. The Black Friday's have promotion is going for most of my all my and today I'm doing this uh, <laughs> live stream. Yesterday was 11, so like I'm scrambling for some bandwidth here, but I promise I will upload this list tomorrow.
totally each account can be a complete different world exactly and that's what people don't get it they're looking for magic bullet that do you have one template that i can apply everywhere uh, you can do that reach local does that i think uh, but then you will get only like you will go limited distance with uh, one one size fits all kind of a strategy but still i would say good to know all the tools all the different ways of going let's say if you're going from mumbai to delhi it's good to know all the different routes you can take but when you are actually up for driving you should uh, see on that day what's the weather like <laughs> i don't know if this is the best analogy now it's not so it's late saturday night i'm <laughs> not getting my my brain is uh, having the brain fog or whatever okay abdulila does changing something on landing page like adding upsells will affect the optimization of campaign so um if it is product and if you change price that would put things off track but if it is just changing some headlines or graphics here and there i don't think that will change uh, optimization of the campaign unless you make it worse so if you if your changes on landing page are going to you know take some content off that was helping in let's say dsa campaign or performance max campaign with url expansion if it was helping and especially with performance max the the, the seo optimization and the you know content optimization is so important if your campaign was relying on that and if you your changes make those landing pages worse off then you will see some impact on performance uh, of the campaigns if you improve the landing pages uh, content is richer and your seo optimization is better your campaign performance will improve so yeah i would say you know landing page optimization is super important and making it worse off or better off will definitely have impact on the campaign performance in 2022 at least and going from here most frequently you're from bangladesh great i was there was a good guess i guess don't say you also play cricket <laughs> you don't like to mix match types in the same ad group uh, you can do that you can definitely do that so you can have uh, you know all three match types in one ad group but then what are you getting out of it simple but if you have test cases where you had all three match types or two different match types in one ad group and or one in one campaign in particular and you had something uh, come out better out of it then it it works but i don't see a point another thing i wanted to see if you ever experience it i have an issue with the search terms since they don't match the keywords data at all so is it possible to know what works and what not why would it not match the keywords with the keywords data so you can when you are looking at the search terms report you can add an attribute for keywords and then it can show you which keyword had triggered that search term and therefore now you have correlation between which keyword and which search terms and now you can see which uh, whether the search terms are making sense or not even on the search terms report you can have all the metrics like you know you can have cost clicks conversions cpa conversion rate conversions by time 
conversion rate by uh, so conversion rate by time as well uh, conversion cost per conversion by time so you have all the details available so i don't see a reason why you would not be able to see the performance and i do this all the time like i look at search term performance history uh, to rebuild my brand campaign or inbound campaign it's very very helpful but i think probably you are missing that keyword attribute in place that way you can correlate i hope this is helpful if i didn't get this right then please let me know like type another uh, post another question here and i will maybe i i might be able to think from your perspective must be good an e-commerce site has multiple products but how to improve the bidding strategy for each product so uh, <clears throat> you can segment those products into different asset groups and for each asset group you can have no for asset not not for asset group uh, i think you can do um, standard shopping campaigns and then you can bid for ad group specific i'm not too sure about it but i think in standard shopping you should be able to set the ad group specific bids but here is here is another thought let's say you build a performance max campaign and you build an asset group for every product category okay and then let that performance max campaign run for a while and try and understand the performance of those asset groups not asset groups entirely listing groups at least from the listing groups report and you notice that some of the uh, listing groups are doing well and some of them are not doing well or some of them are selling well some of them are not getting any traction at all then move those into a different campaign that the ones which are not getting traction and then you can bid differently for those but from the beginning if you have profit margin case for different set of products you would rather put them in different campaign and bid accordingly for those campaigns so let's say i i think i have come across a client we are, we are uh, consulting a client right now at year 11 uh, it's a phone accessory you know retailer and they have uh, different uh, products uh, groups with different profit margins and therefore they have built uh, different campaigns based on profit margin itself so they have 15 to 30% profit margin uh, uh, product one campaign 30 to 45% profit profit margin products into a different campaign and 45 to let's say 60 profit margin campaigns into a, another campaign and their bidding their target ROAS bid for each of those campaigns varies depending upon the profit margin so that's one way to look at it uh, you know structure it that way i don't think there is another way of doing this in performance max Probably that's the that's the only way, I guess. Hey, Subhanu, good to see you here, man. Any strategies for Google webinar ads? Ah, oh, man, I've done this a long, long time ago, like you know, 2017, I guess. So I don't have 2022 strategy for it right now, but. i will take a look maybe on the live next live stream i can share some some insight with you but i have not done this and i'm out out of touch so i can't give you a misleading answer oh now you are here on your phone great awesome 
I get these power cuts in Goa all the time, so I totally empathize with your situation, Mahim. Mahim, sorry. A shopping clothing, yeah, Pradeep. So, like I said, if it is clothing, then uh, you would optimize for, like, optimize your feed for size, color options, gender, and any other attribute product, Google product category, and definitely do try and do GTIs uh, with all those things. You can you can scale it. And try and do performance max. Like performance max will help you. Hey, Said, Said Wado, awesome man. Good to see you here. If shopping ads is not scaling after a certain time, what to do? Oh man, uh, is this standard shopping or smart? Uh, sorry, performance max. If it is standard shopping, then probably run a dynamic remarketing campaign alongside, and see if that helps. And if that doesn't work, then try a feed-only performance max campaign. Uh, and at the same time, make sure your dynamic remarketing tag, which is Google Ads tag, is working properly to fire the e-com product IDs and e-com total value properly. If those two values are firing, then your products are being dynamically remarketed at performance max can scale with feed-only, URL expansion off. For, for standard shopping, run a separate dynamic remarketing campaign. Uh, that's that's what I can think of. Otherwise, uh, if that doesn't help, then play with, you know, stair-stepping strategy, where uh, you have, let's say, target ROAS on a performance max campaign, and, you know, it's going for that target. Remove the target for, for a while, for a week or two. Let it run without target ROAS. What it would do in that one to two weeks period, it would go for, you know, anyone and everyone and go for new audiences, basically, it can sell to. It would not be restricted by your, the second lever, which is your target ROAS. And therefore, it could go for new audiences, testing new audiences, and then it can scale. And once you see that it has started spending your daily budget consistently for a week or so, and now the ROAS target is going off track, then put the target ROAS back on and then you know you know let let it let it run for a, another two three weeks what will happen is that it would have tested new set of audiences in that period where target ROAS was removed and then it would come back and remarket or try and get sales from those audiences that google ads already knows and go for the target ROAS. and you can repeat this process over and over again to scale the campaign. We have seen this work beautifully with smart shopping, not so much with performance max, but yes, it can it can help. Actually, it has worked. I've tested this for a couple of clients, it has worked. Dynamic remarketing, could you recommend sources to set it up correctly? So uh, you can do a Google search. I think, uh, I think did, there was a video on solution set channel somebody had made it but if not the easiest way that i know is that call google ad support set up a call with tag implementation team and somebody from their tag implementation team which is a tech person which is usually way better than google ads reps will get on a call with you and set up dynamic remarketing tag for you there is also if it is shopify there is a standard way of doing this i will ask onkar to uh, you know share that code or whatever. And I think I think there was somebody from Solutions that did this video. 
I've not done it manually. Like I'm too lazy to, to do it manually. I always reach out to support and say that, hey guys, or we have actually a tech team here at uh, tier 11. So JJ is the lifesaver on our team. So I just have to create a sign a task for him. He will go and do it for us. <laughs> so I have not done it hands-on. Hands -on, so I don't know how to do it exactly. But if I come across anything, I will make a video and post on my channel. I can promise you that. Is WhatsApp tracking good idea for conversion tracking? I don't think so. I don't think you can track WhatsApp in Google Ads. I have not come across anything like that. But if you do, Chandan, please let me know. I will be happy to invite you as a guest on my uh, podcast and we can tell the world that we have figured this out. By the way, I requested for these 20 spots for the course you were planning. If not possible, would you still love to do a Zoom call to show you and get your approach on a good strategy for it? Hey, you know what? I think you may have applied later or if you had applied in like there were like 60 odd applications and I had to choose 20. So I had certain parameters that I, uh, you know, took to find the most 20 most deserving candidates. So if you didn't make it this time, no worries. Uh, I will release the recordings after the course is completed and it will not be on YouTube, but it will be on some platform where only authenticated users can go and watch the recordings and uh, you can watch the recordings there. For a Zoom call, uh, if you are willing to, you know, share that recording with on my channel, obviously we'll hide your sensitive details like, you know, your, your website URL, your Google Ads account ID, anything that can make it identifiable, we will hide that information and we can, if we can publish that video on my channel, I'm happy to hop on a Zoom call with you because here's the thing about offering individual supports. I am super busy <laughs> at tier 11 and there are so many clients I, I have to manage and uh, there is so much, so, so many things I have to do. But I still try and spare time to give back to the community and help you all level up. But I'm willing to spare that time only if it helps everyone, not one person. So there are folks who ask private questions on LinkedIn, on direct message. I cannot answer that because if I start answering those, there will be so many questions, my inbox will be flooded and I'll be acting like a Google Ads support. Uh, or like my entire day will go in that. I don't want to therefore do that. But if you ask a question which is publicly accessible, like uh, on a LinkedIn post or on a YouTube video comment, I'm like, I try and find time to answer that as soon as I can. So again, if you can, if you're willing to record that session and let me publish that video on my channel, I'm all for it. We can do a Zoom call. And this is for anybody, anybody who wants help with their account, uh, we will get on a Zoom call. I'll help you out. I'll figure things out with you. And then the only condition is that I'll have to publish that on my YouTube channel so that the learning that we have together can also be useful for others. Hey, so you follow up. Kindly share some strategies to get sale from discovery, YouTube and no feed Pmax campaigns. So discovery with feed I'm testing right now and it's working, but turn the uh, expansion off on discovery. Otherwise it will go haywire. 
so try that it it's not matching the performance of feed only or other campaigns right now but it's scaling it's getting better so uh, yeah discovery with feed i will definitely recommend youtube remarketing for sure youtube outbound is kind of a risky bet unless you have patience for at least a month or two and you have good enough budget to test uh, youtube with feed could also be a good option but i have not been able to test it successfully yet because none of my clients had that kind of a mandate uh, no feed pmax campaign so rachna uh, on tier 11 team has been testing uh, you know no feed asset only pmax campaign and she has seen some success but only on one account on other accounts she hasn't seen uh, so i have not tested this personally what i'm going to test with some of my accounts and maybe in a week or two i can tell you guys whether or not it's working but the strategy is going to be pretty straightforward you have to if you are building a no feed pmax campaign then try and make the like build the audience signals from the learnings of the examples where you've had some success if you get the pick up the audiences from there you can possibly get it right or maybe uh, go for my wild guess is that go for customer match uh, customer list uh, for the marketing go for your uh, very very detailed keywords uh, for search interest and see how how that goes i have not tested this again so i can't tell you any strategy right now yes but in this account is not working um i cannot connect the dot here so i don't know what was the reference to it architect so the search terms do not say showing the data not showing the data yeah so search terms appear uh, you know on some accounts you will not see all search terms and sometimes it can take time for the search terms to appear so give it some time but i mean if you are spending significant enough uh, you will see some search terms possibly not all but it will it will show up pradeep kumar gupta you rewrite your question uh, who is pradeep kumar gupta i don't know okay i'm just going to move on like a keyword for example have 1000 cv but when i go to the search terms that triggered that this the conversion value is 100 and the rest 900 i can't know from where they came from that's what i meant oh i i get what you're saying so like i said uh, conversions are reported sometimes late so i will say just give it some time like wait wait and do not maybe uh, look for uh, last 7 days report maybe look at last 30 days uh, those those search terms appear the conversion data starts appearing takes definitely time for lead gen remarketing campaign do you prefer search or display which worked best for you and what targeting uh for remarketing campaign absolutely display works well subhanu and if you are doing remarketing a campaign on google ads please make sure you are actually remarketing your audience not cold audiences not demographics or not in market or affinity audiences if you are not remarketing to those then you have a better chance of converting uh, through you know 
the standard remarketing lists so website visitors people who have converted people who have not converted people who have uh, you know gone to the contact page and not completed those kind of audiences can convert for sure <clears throat> but you can also do youtube remarketing if you have a youtube channel you can link to the google ads account and you will be able to retarget the subscribers the video viewers the video ad viewers uh, yeah and that that works as well Ooh, 100, 1 hour 17 minutes. This is the last one. I won't be able to take any more questions. I'm really tired now, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. The last one. Uh, for sure, there is no problem at all about sharing. Oh, awesome. Then um, then please reach out, reach out to me on LinkedIn or YouTube. And we can set up a call sometimes uh, next week. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. I hope this was helpful. And have a great weekend. I will see you all next Saturday.